This is Healthcare Now Radio's Trending Now. Get ready for an exhilarating 30-minute ride through the latest topics driving change in digital health across the news and social media. Join us as our subject matter host takes the lead in uncovering what's hot and what's not. So buckle up and tune in to stay in the know. Welcome to Trending Now on Healthcare Now Radio, where we explore the forefront of healthcare innovations and transformations. I'm your host, Shahid Shah. Today, we're really thrilled to have Mashir Ahmed, CEO and founder at Kadaxo. What's trending now and what Mashir and I will discuss today is whether fraud, waste, and abuse might be something we can actually do about something at our organizations. Fraud, waste, and abuse is something that uh, all of us know happens in our 3.5 to $4.5 trillion uh, industry, but a lot of us aren't sure is there something I can do about that in my own organizations? And that's why we're really excited to have uh, Mashir come and talk to us about uh, how big the problem is from a macro perspective, but really what does it mean to us and how can we get some of that fraud, waste, and abuse money back in our own uh, organizations? So we're going to be delving into a lot of uh, discussion about fraud, waste, and abuse, but hopefully in a very tactical and uh, practical manner. Uh, with that, uh, Mashir, uh, before we dive into our discussion, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and what you do at uh, Kadaxo. So, Shahid, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. So, um, um, I come from an academic background. Uh, so, my my story is that I, I went to Georgia Tech for computer science, took some classes in AI way before AI was a thing, was really fascinated by that and decided to apply to the PhD program directly from my uh, undergraduate degree. Uh, back then, the industry that was using the most advanced AI concepts was cybersecurity space. In the cybersecurity space, you're trying to protect sensitive assets, and if those assets get compromised just once, then um, you've, uh, you, you've actually lost uh, the sensitivity of that asset. So they were using very advanced AI techniques to thwart cyber attacks. So I, I did my PhD in the cybersecurity space, and at the same time, the government was enforcing the adoption of electronic medical records. Healthcare data was going from paper charts to electronic form. And I saw a huge opportunity in this space uh, that uh, uh, would need to be addressed. So my entire PhD dissertation was focused around how to ensure our payments are accurate in the healthcare space and addressing the big problem of fraud, waste, abuse. Um, so we did a multi-year research effort, had the opportunity to collaborate with CMS uh, through Georgia Tech, and we developed technology that we patented, brought out into the industry. Our goal at Kodoxo is to make the healthcare system more affordable and effective to everyone, because we do know that healthcare costs are ballooning every single year, and that's something we we don't take very lightly. Awesome. No, I, I, I love the idea that you came from the academic side in a disciplined, rigorous uh, evaluation analytical approach. So putting that disciplined analytical approach hat on, talk to us a little bit about the macro level, like how big of a, uh, of a problem uh, is fraud, waste and abuse, and then uh, help uh, drill it down to what can everyday people uh, do about uh, fraud, waste and abuse at their own organizations? Great question, Chad. So we know in America, we spend more on healthcare than any other nation in the world today. But unfortunately, not all of that money is going to real patient care. Over uh, $300 billion annually are lost to healthcare fraud, waste, abuse uh, in this space. This is an order of magnitude higher compared to other spaces like 
credit card fraud, identity theft. If you look at credit card fraud, you're we're talking about ten billion dollars annually, so that's significantly smaller. So people typically don't realize the magnitude of that. We've seen a lot of innovation happen in the financial fraud, identity theft space, but unfortunately, the same amount of innovation has not happened uh, in healthcare space. In addition to that, we know that healthcare cost is going up every single year. CMS projects that over the by 2031, uh, healthcare expenses are going to go up by another 60%. And since fraud, waste, abuse is calculated as a percentage of spend, we know that the the amount of fraud is going to go up. We've seen the sophistication of fraud also go up in the past coming years. So if healthcare organizations have not adequately addressed this problem today, then how will we ever be able to manage this in the coming years? So that's a macro problem. So it's a big problem. It's largely unsolved. People haven't um, innovated enough, and the problem is only about to get worse. From from a more, uh, if you look at a single organization, the reports say that up to ten percent of your spend in healthcare can contain fraud, waste, abuse. So you can look at your organization, understand how much you're spending, and up to 10% is a significant number. Uh, that's a pretty high number, and if you had that money coming back into the healthcare system, um, it would make the system uh, at least a little bit more affordable than it is right now. From a individual consumer perspective, from the patients and the members who are part of health insurance, uh, we know premiums go up every single year. One of the factors that's increasing premiums is to factor in the cost of fraud, waste, abuse, and error. So if we do start to effectively address this problem, we will see that the healthcare system will be returning a lot of dollars back into the system and making this more affordable for everyone. Yeah, that sounds like a very fascinating uh, uh, look from a variety of different angles. Let me give you a few provocative questions and then you can tell me where I'm going wrong. Is uh, the macro problem and things that you talked about, you know, 10% uh, of the spend uh, at any given organization might be fraud, waste, and abuse. Is that 10% spend something that I could get back if there was a way to fix it? Uh, or uh, the the fact that uh, the extra 10% is, uh, is fraud, waste, and abuse, it's actually only impacting Medicare or uh, others, but not my own organizations. How, how much of this fraud, waste, and abuse is directly tied to something that I, at an institution, could and should care about? So the 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 up to ten percent figure applies across the board. Uh, it applies to every single market that's out there. We at Codoxo, we work with private commercial payers. We work with state Medicaid agencies, federal agencies, PBMs we see this uh, statistic hold across the board. So we're able to find fraud, waste, abuse that is missed by traditional techniques that uh, we can bring back and save those dollars so they can be put to more effective um, uh, patient care. So we we do see those numbers uh, pretty standard across the board. No, that's great. And really the, the main lesson that I think you're teaching us here is that um, fraud, waste, and abuse isn't a government problem, right? It's a your institution problem and that the same thing that applies in the hundreds of billions at the macro level applies at the hundreds of thousands if you're a very small uh, healthcare institution or in the millions uh, for a small hospital but potentially tens of millions or hundreds of millions if you're an academic medical center etc does that sound about right that is absolutely spot on um so it does apply no matter how big your organization is and i as a part of my academic research had the chance to actually study the evolution of, of fraud. And something interesting, I'll just share a tidbit from my research from my dissertation is um, we had organized crime groups like the mafia enter into healthcare fraud, which is very 
interesting because what they figured out was uh, they were doing a lot of drug trafficking and we know those uh, drug abuse laws are very stringent in this country and if you get caught you're going to go behind bars for a long time but what they figured out is if we commit healthcare fraud we can make more money the laws aren't that strict i can go to prison for a couple of years come back out and repeat the same process in my relatives name and so we we actually saw a proliferation of organized crime come in uh, a few decades ago which was very very interesting but ultimately coming back to your point shay this is something that impacts everyone and i think no matter who you are whether you're an organization processing claims delivering insurance i think there are things you can do to effectively address that you can bring innovative solutions like what we provide at kadoxo to help identify through cutting edge proactive ai technology we can talk about generative ai as well um on how we are leveraging that and and bring some innovative solutions there but even if you're a member i think you if we pay a little bit closer attention to the eobs that go out you can actually um monitor and make sure the uh, the eobs reflect actual services you're receiving through providers and that is a great place for even an ind- individual to start to ensure that we are eliminating fraud waste abuse in the system very helpful yeah so i'm sure talk a little bit then about um why now what what is it about ai generative ai that makes this problem more uh or easier to tackle let's just say not more tackleable but just easier to tackle because the technology uh of generative ai in the last couple of years has made it possible great and uh, what i'll do shahid is i'll maybe take a few steps back and kind of talk about um um what are the traditional techniques that have not worked and why they've not worked and why ai has come in and made made a big impact and maybe before i do that I'll define fraud waste abuse so fraud waste abuse error is like a spectrum that's used in this industry to the most egregious cases of fraud are i'll give you an example there was a uh, oncologist in michigan a couple of years ago and he was seeing all these cancer patients and saying okay they have cancer putting them to chemotherapy um and later on it was found out that majority of the patients going to this oncologist never had cancer but this provider because he wanted to make millions of dollars off the reimbursement for insurance was falsely diagnosing his patients all of having cancer putting them through chemotherapy ruining their lives and uh forcing them to go through that so this provider now is in in in, in jail now and once he got caught another case of a cardiologist in florida any patient that would come in would say uh would do an echo test and say oh you need to have the stent placed in your heart in the next 72 hours if you don't you're going to have a massive heart attack and would do the surgery put in a stent and uh um, those were not required at all but he was doing that just for reimbursement so those are egregious cases of fraud we also have phantom clinics where uh, stolen patient ids provider ids are used to create a, a fake clinic that's actually a ups uh, mailbox location and file a uh, 20 million dollars of claims in in a few months to insurance company and then move on from state to state so that's a these are egregious cases of fraud then waste and abuse are more let's say uh look at a basic evaluation and management code uh, which has multiple levels provider spends uh 15 minutes with you but when he bills insurance he says i spent an hour i did a level 5 enm code which requires a higher reimbursement so now i did provide some service to the member but i'm claiming to have done a lot more than i actually did uh so those are some examples of of waste and abuse so traditionally shahid what's happened is um the techniques that were used by legacy systems have been rule based and they are uh, and some basic ai techniques were also used and these were very reactive what i mean by reactive is they were very good at identifying fraud we've seen in the past 
are fraud some uh, we have predicted may happen but uh, we know that uh, um, fraud is evolving as in every other space fraud is constantly evolving new schemes are constantly coming out the major schemes happening today very different from what were happening last year and what we may see next year we are, we're probably not even able to contemplate that right now it's a fast moving landscape and these techniques weren't able to capture the evolving nature of fraud due to which hundreds of billions of dollars were being lost so what my academic research did was to build the first proactive ai solution that automatically identifies new evolving fraud waste abuse schemes gives that intelligence to our clients allows them to take action and and minimize the financial impact so we've saved help our clients save over a billion dollars so far in the healthcare industry since we we brought this technology out so ai um when i started talking to healthcare organizations i had to explain to them what is ai why do you need to adopt ai why this uh, ai is important i think um i have seen the industry grow over the last couple of years now people have a general understanding of ai they they demand ai they ask okay are you using advanced ai techniques or not um and there's been a good movement of the industry there the um the other uh, challenge um that uh, uh we we've seen here the interesting development is generative ai has come in and really changed the ai landscape so i think it's been a game changer on the ai dimension uh when chat gpt was released i think uh, it really changed uh, and the interesting thing the way i would like to put it uh for our listeners here is that traditional ai models required a data scientist to build those models effectively to deliver solutions with generative ai the whole idea is this ai is able to generate content and and like chat gpt you're mostly generating text now the ai has the ability to communicate to explain to you and you have the ability to give guidance to ai without requiring any data science knowledge to build a model and ask the model to do something so you have a a faster way to communicate with these uh, ai agents and get information out of them so one of the areas that we are applying generative ai so we've also launched our generative ai capability earlier this year we continue to be the most innovative player in the space leveraging new technology what we've done is we've applied to this to the inpatient facility stays uh, uh we've have a couple of areas we're applying but that's one major area we're applying and what i mean by that is uh, typically when a person gets admitted to the hospital and spends a couple of days maybe gets a surgery those bills tend to be the most expensive part of healthcare you might get a $200,000 bill because you got admitted for a surgery and spent a couple of days at the hospital now the challenge is uh, you'll receive a single claim for payment at the insurance company for let's say $200,000 the medical record associated with that claim can be 500 pages long mm-hmm. so a health insurance company will typically hire nurses who have to go through 500 pages of medical record validate that this uh, uh justifies that $200,000 claim so that is the amount of time that nurse needs to spend on this is expensive so this is a very expensive part of healthcare to validate these really expensive uh inpatient facility stays so the industry has evolved so i i want um, so a, a large number of healthcare payers in the us have a threshold of $100,000 they say that if you have an inpatient facility stay that costs below $100,000 we're not even going to evaluate it because i'm not going to spend the money for a nurse to review hundreds of pages of medical record if it's less than $100,000 and you can imagine as a hospital the number of claims that come in the number of beds they have the number of people that are spending 
time there not going through the full audit process that they should be going so we are able to use generative ai so we launched our our capabilities earlier this year which has really really made a big impact in the industry we are able to take the medical records automatically evaluate them make a decision the nurse can come in and just validate yes the ai made the correct decision without having to read the entire medical record just go through the summaries of those documents and the references to the page numbers that are being assigned there and then make a decision that way you can do faster turnarounds quicker payments for providers and and uh, institutions and you can also evaluate every single claim and eliminating a major uh, source of fraud waste abuse and expensive source of fraud waste abuse in the system that's just one example in which generative ai is allowing us to make a much uh, more significant impact in this space very nice uh, if you're just tuning in you are listening to Healthcare Now Radio. This is Trending Now. I'm Shahid Shah, your host, and I'm talking to Mashir Ahmed at uh, Kadaxo. And we're discussing healthcare fraud, waste and abuse, and more importantly, what could uh, everyday folks working at institutions uh, do with this new generative AI and other uh, AI techniques to help reduce fraud, waste and abuse in general. So, uh, Mashir, talk to us a little bit about who is your typical client? Uh, what do they do with your tools? And how does that lead to uh, either improved bottom line, better margins, uh, uh, better revenue, uh, et cetera? Great question, Shahid. So anybody that is making payments in the healthcare space, in the payer space, tends to be our client. So we started off with focus on commercial payers, private health insurance companies, then expanded into PBMs. So looking at uh, pharmacy claims, um, we do professional individual doctor claims, institutional facility claims, pharmacy prescriptions, dental claims, we evaluate that across the board. Uh, we also work on the government side, so state government agencies, federal agencies. Uh, we we have clients uh, across the board, across all these segments. So anybody that's able, that's making payments can leverage our technology to help identify fraud, waste, abuse, and eliminate that uh, within the system. Um, so that's the, uh, the the breadth of impact. So we are actually, uh, this year, we were recognized on the Inc. 5000 as one of the fastest growing private companies. We're 328 on that list just because of the effective technology and the impact and the savings we're able to deliver to our clients. No, I love it. Uh, so t tell us a little bit about what is the... Um, set of problems or things that other companies can't really find if they're not using some of the advanced uh, AI and generative AI techniques? What are the kinds of fraud, waste, and abuse that uh, others will easily miss? So uh, to give you an example, it's basically the evolving nature, the new schemes that come out for, let me take um, um, COVID as an example. When, when COVID first came out and uh, the way care was provided was very different. COVID testing became a massive scheme. People were abusing COVID tests, uh, uh, filing claims for tests that were never performed or filing more claims than actual tests being performed at certain sites. So traditional techniques didn't have the capability to process and understand what was happening, but our AI immediately within the first couple of months was able to flag that as a huge anomaly, saying, okay, here are some things that don't make much sense. And our customers were able to go and, and uh, make a significant impact, saving a ton of money because we were able to flag some of these early COVID testing schemes. Now we know when we look back, 
there was a ton of money that was lost uh, due to schemes that people are very creative enough to come about. Just like that, there's new schemes coming out. Telemedicine has become pretty popular now over the last couple of years compared to prior to that. So there's more uh, fraud waste abuse happening through telemedicine uh, um, in the telemedicine space that we're able to identify. So things like that, The every year it's evolving. Uh, it's actually interesting for us to learn what are the new schemes the AI is capturing. And we actually provide a service to the industry where every month we put something out called the forensic AI alert, where things our AI has captured, we put it out to the industry saying, hey, why don't you take uh, a look at these? These are some things for you to monitor in your organization. So our listeners can actually go to our website, kodoxo.com, C-O-D-O-X-O.com, look for the forensic AI alerts and see things, uh, billings that you can monitor to ensure that uh, you're not uh, paying out for any fraud waste abuse. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of uh, requests from senior management at hospitals, health systems, payers, and, uh, and others trying to get their staff to better utilize uh, AI in general. So push, pushing aside fraud, waste, and abuse for just one second and just saying, in general, AI, especially generative AI, has a lot of value. Uh, it could be clinical value, administrative value, payments value, uh, et cetera. As you start to think about what you guys do in fraud, waste, and abuse with AI, is this a natural first place that people should start using AI? Or would you say that uh, knowing now putting your academic hat uh, back on with your AI uh, knowledge base, you can say, no, 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 first tackle, you know, clinical uh, AI with clinical first and then do things like fraud, waste and abuse. Where would you put the um, the uh, priority order uh, for use of AI in all of these different healthcare use cases? And where would your uh, uh, priority fit? No, that's a great question, Shahid. So if I if I put my academic hat on, uh, we look for big impact uh, with and early steps for large impact. And I would say the area where your organization can have the biggest financial impact is on the fraud, waste, abuse, payment integrity side, because that's where you're able to save significant dollars. And I, I mentioned earlier, up to 10% of spend uh, can contain fraud, waste, abuse. So imagine having 10% of your money back to, to put to use in other areas that's a significant amount of dollars. So I do believe that the most impactful place for you to apply generative AI is uh, in the fraud and payment integrity space. And you don't have to, uh, you can take baby steps to start leveraging generative AI and slowly increase the level of adoption within that area as well. So I think always taking baby steps and slowly trying to adopt that will be great. But they are, of course, multiple areas within a uh, healthcare payer and a healthcare organization that can uh, find a ton of value in generative AI. And um, I think uh, um, uh, we should try to adopt it in baby steps across all areas is the recommendation my academic self would give to the industry. That's great advice. So the last few minutes that we have left, what are the kinds of things that even your system or any other advanced systems still have trouble catching in terms of fraud? Or is it pretty straightforward that most fraud is not that smart? It's not that like the criminals are, uh, you know, supervillains. They're just doing day-to-day -day kinds of stuff. And we just miss most things because we're not looking. Or are there still difficult things that we still can't catch in fraud, waste, and abuse? Um, great, great question, Shahid. So they are... Uh... I think it, the fraud space is always going to be a cat and mouse game. <laughs> There's going to be, uh, and I want to clarify a little bit, majority of providers out, out there are good. They're trying to do their job. They're just trying to make the industry better, provide care to patients. And, and we want to 
respect that and we want to make sure we don't cause additional friction for those providers. There's a there's a small group of bad apples, maybe 10 to 15% of providers that are actually trying to uh, game the system and trying to see, okay, how can I make the most money? Can I try this? Can I try that? And those are the people we want to identify. Some of them, I gave some examples like an oncologist earlier that are causing patient harm. We want to remove them from the healthcare system and take appropriate action against those individuals. But there's a maybe a small group of providers, 20% that don't really care how they code and we just need to improve and 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 uh, the way they're coding. So traditionally, um, so I think um, there's always gonna be something new that comes out that nobody's seen. And the AI that captures it the fastest with the shortest window between emergence of the scheme to identification and taking action on the scheme, those are the models that will really, really win. And I think what is difficult to capture will change from year to year. So uh, I, I don't have a standard answer there. But one of the things Kodoxa is really leading the way is how do we how do we bring about uh, a more affordable system with while keeping the providers' interest in mind. So we have the industry's first um, provider automated provider education program that's hundred percent digital that actually goes to providers on behalf of payers and tells them, look, we have a concern in the way you're filing these claims. We're not going to delay your payments. We're not going to cause an audit to happen here but we will give you advice on how to submit your claims going forward so your claims are coded more accurately and, and you can circumvent and any sort of friction uh, in the payment process. So we actually have a program that's really successful. A lot of payer uh, organizations reach out to us and engage with us to say, okay, why don't we, instead of going after providers through audits, to delayed payments, through medical record requests, we can actually educate them and tell them, okay, here's a, um, here's how you can be better in your coding practices. And if they don't improve that over time, then we can escalate that into a traditional payment integrity activity. So that is something we're leading the way. And, and I think that is the future of the industry, trying to keep keep the uh, interests of every stakeholder in mind. Ultimately, I think the healthcare industry is designed to work for consumers, the members. We need to make sure they get the care in a timely manner uh, and they receive the appropriate care. So we have to keep that ultimate goal in mind as we start uh, um, uh, addressing fraud, waste, abuse, and other systemic issues in the uh, in the industry. Yeah, this was a fantastic conversation, Monsieur, uh, and uh, uh, I'm surprised that we've run out of time already. But just to summarize, I think the key learning here is uh, two things. One, that fraud, waste, and abuse is something payers can handle today much easier uh, with packages like uh, Codoxos uh, in order to help with fraud, waste, and abuse. But the thing that I really learned from this conversation was that fraud, waste, and abuse could actually be physically or clinically harming patients. And I'd love for us as an industry uh, to take this as guidance from Mashir is to say, look, it's fine. Uh, you should worry about fraud, waste, and abuse to save money. Absolutely do it. But how about even just start with those areas? So if you see that fraud, waste, and abuse could be happening at your own healthcare institution and you're not worried about uh, the money side, focus on patient safety uh, as a good starting point, and then money right after that. So, Mashir, I want to thank you a lot for your insightful perspectives on these uh, critical aspects of healthcare fraud, waste, and abuse. Is there any website or anything you'd like to share before we uh, uh, finish up here? Absolutely, Shahid. So, if anyone would like to learn more, please do go to kodoxa.com, C-O-D-O-X-O.com. 
You're welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, my name is Mushir Ahmed. I'm the CEO and founder at Kodakso. And Shahid, really appreciate the opportunity to, to speak with you today. Absolutely. Fantastic conversation. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time on Healthcare Funding Now.